yeah, and it, it's kind of um, highlights that digital footprint story, doesn't it? Uh, everything kind of just, unless you know that it's been cleansed or archived off, it, it will be there somewhere in the ether. Um, certainly, we get a lot of, uh, get approached a lot with data cleansing uh, initiatives and migration projects from you know, on-prem, everyone's going into hybrid or, or fully cloud uh, environments these days. So, you know, that's kind of the, they, they light that fire and realize how much they have to unravel um, with things like stale data, what to keep, what not to keep, uh, and then get everything across into the cloud. Um, do, do you see that um, on, I on do, your side? I do, and I see that. I see people miss a spot. One of the things that, so people have a tendency to think in binary. We're either on-prem or we're cloud, and then they'll throw this word hybrid out if they're a little bit confused. But um, I'm sitting here talking to you from my, my work machine. Um, I'm in my home in the office Monday through Thursday. And on my work machine, I have a terabyte of storage. Now, if you have an organization that has three, four, five thousand 5,000 people in it, they totally forget about the giant hard drives that are sitting in everybody's home office or is commuting back if they're still in a physical office, a physical office. And they're like, well, I have stuff in the cloud. And then it replicates down to one drive and one drive's fully packed up. So I'm good. Nobody's, and the assumption is, is that people take everything they do and they stick it into some sort of a shared drive. In a lot of cases, especially in work from home policy, that you can choose to only replicate certain parts because other parts might be considered stuff I don't want to go ahead and do. And then that's where we will find massive amounts in temp files and in recycle bins and in other pieces that don't actually go back up that have really, really sensitive data in them. But people forget about the amount of storage that is sitting in the aggregated number of end user devices they have. So yes, we see that motion and we see a conversation about here's the share drives and here's the piece we have and these file shares here and these golden SUNY file shares, and we're going to move them up to here and look at all the good work that we did. And they totally missed the topography and they make an assumption that of course, everybody's doing all the right things in their home office, working in their underwear, wouldn't possibly, when they get annoyed with the network because the VPN's not configured right, start doing work off their native machine locally. Would never happen. Or from a, a coffee shop with an unsecured network um, where the, the chances are you might even get uh, your device stolen. Um, which is actually uh, a story a client told me um, <laughs> this week uh, where uh, I think CEO or one of the senior, the C-suite uh, people in the organization was held up at knife point and had their phone stolen, Oof. which had all his work stuff on it. Yeah, obviously, they asked him to open it for him before they left, um, you know, just trying to siphon off money. But you know, the IT team was scrambling around, making sure none of the uh, you know sensitive company data was siphoned off from uh, Office three six five. And the you know I don't think the attackers were that sophisticated and had those types of intentions, but it does happen. Yeah, and you you bring up a good point um, that makes me think of a couple other use cases. When, when I when I made the story about the VPN didn't work and people are going to go ahead and save stuff to a local drive. It's because they're just trying to do their jobs, right? People, there's a whole bunch of people that wake up every day saying, I want to do the best thing I can for my company. And sometimes technology gets in the way. Sometimes security gets in the way and people just want to do their job. So they're going to figure out a way to go ahead and do their jobs. 
back 10 years ago when I used to do a lot of business in healthcare, the example I used to use when HIPAA first came out was you had to go through all these regulations to send a, a, a x-ray to somebody or a doctor could take a picture of the x-ray on their phone, and text it to you. Violates all the HIPAA regulations. But it also, what would have taken 30 minutes now takes 30 seconds. Do I want to get the patient the information to help the patient understand what's going on? Or do I want to be compliant with HIPAA? That's the decision they were constantly trying to go ahead and make. So getting that friction out of the way, there's always going to be a decision made. To, am I going to go ahead and take care of the customer or the patient? Or am I going to take care of the compliance side? And then our job as technologists is to try to make those stuff meet as quickly as possible. But we need to remember that more often than not, it's not some evil insider hacker job that's sitting in a hoodie in the back corner um, sniffing out things on the wireless and going into the CEO's machine. It's more often somebody trying to do their job. And I can give you countless story after countless story of exactly that particular scenario that ends up going poorly because somebody doesn't know what data was there or they know what data was there and they didn't properly protect it. One example that I'll use is there's a large global manufacturer slash repair aeronautics type company, so stuff all over the world. And they had, their people were distributed. So their accounts payable and accounts receivable clerks work from home all over the world. Well, they, uh, from an accounts payable and a payroll standpoint, they were all kind of aggregated in the same spot. Well, at one time, a person at corporate sent out the file that they do every month for payroll. And that file is supposed to be for that particular region. They accidentally sent one out that had all the tabs for all the regions. So they reached out and said, hey, I wasn't supposed to send that. Do me a favor and just delete it. And they're good ethical people. They did. But they never emptied their track. And one of those people's machines was compromised. And that person and, and that machine and that machine, since she had access to the bank accounts, they picked up that they'd slowly been losing twenty thousand dollars, thirty thousand dollars, fifty thousand. They found out it was about two million dollars. That's when they figured out that they were losing money. And then when they realized it was for a machine, they had this massive amount of privacy data that was now going to open them to a giant breach that was way above and beyond just exfiltrating the money. She was doing her job. She did what she was asked to do. IT should have been scanning that machine to make sure that information wasn't there. I don't put that on her. And you can go ahead and send them through a million different trainings, but she was just trying to do her job and do what was asked. And IT, in my opinion, their security team let her down by leaving that particular piece on the machine. And I can go through countless. It doesn't take, I mean, people think that it's, it's got to be some giant intrusion of the backdoor system. It can be the, the five guys in fries is one server. It can be one spreadsheet. One spreadsheet can have millions and millions of things in it based on one download of a CSV that you go ahead and move into it. It doesn't take this giant, scary Wall Street Journal headline breach. It takes one person having their car broken into and their laptop stolen. Yes, but everything's encrypted on the laptop until yes. you open it up and put in password one, two, three, four, five. Now your encryption's gone. <laughs> That's right. So, yeah. I, I run a Mac, so uh, it's it's biometrics all the way for me. <laughs> there you go. There That's you go. Better. Same here. And they'll have to they'll have to chop off my my index finger. Um, and we're not far from that. we're not far from that world.